11 minutes after one. Good afternoon to you. This is Life Happens. My name is Pimelo Motene. Kicking off the show with Gregory Porter, 1960. What? 1960 who? And I bet you if you're born in the 2000s, you're asking yourself, who on earth is that? Gregory Porter, ask your family and friends to to give you a lowdown on the man. Really wonderful musician he is. Now, uh, Hong Kong, and this is the beginning of the alarm bells. Hong Kong has announced on Tuesday, which is today, that it was closing many of its border crossings with mainland China in a bid to contain the coronavirus as the death toll rises to 100. China is, as we speak right now, on absolute lockdown. Debbie Root, the chief executive of Efficient Group, joins me on the line to just unpack what effect this coronavirus will have on the global economy. Good afternoon and thank you so much for joining us, Debbie Root. Thank you very much. Good afternoon to you. Let's start outward and and come back into the country as to how coronavirus is going to affect us. We're already seeing, they are saying, people are reporting into into social media saying that if you're in China, you're unable to access your groceries, you're not able to travel, schools have been shut down. It's really on lockdown, unexpectedly so. In fact, masks apparently, apparently are also being sold out. If the country itself is failing to manage coronavirus, I've just said now Hong Kong as well has just said no, no more people coming in from 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 inland China. What are we likely to see globally happen? Yeah, maybe we can just step back a moment and see what the potential impact of uh, an illness like this can be on a global population. And we've got one or two, well, not one or two, a couple of examples what happened in the past. And I know of one specific example what happened in uh, in the Americas where where uh, where there was a specific virus that killed 90, 90% of a population. Wow. So that's the potential of this. Now, certainly, I don't think that's going to happen here. Tavi, when so was that? About, Which virus uh, are we no, talking about? No, I'm talking about 1600. We're talking many years ago. Yes. There are many other examples of the of the plague as an example in Europe. So potentially, a virus like this can kill a lot of people. I think that is the, the, the point that is that they need to be made here. Uh, uh, the second point... Mm-hmm. Yeah. The second point is what we've seen so far is not the impact of the virus on the economy, but it's the impact on the measures that have been put in place in order to contain the virus. And that's an important point. You did mention that 100 people apparently died so far. And of course, we have to be 100 people as 100 people to many people that have died. But it's really we're talking about a tiny number of people. And even 3,000 people that have been infected so far, we're talking about a tiny number of people. That's not the issue. And that's not how it's going to impact the economies. It's going to impact the economies because of the measures that are being put in place. So how is it going to impact the South African economy? It's going to impact the economy uh, through a various channels. The one is obviously, if you close the borders, uh, then uh, then there will be less trade, there will be fewer tourists, and that impacts the economy. So on the real economic basis, it will impact on the South African economy, and it does already. Secondly, the financial markets react to this. So if there's a crisis somewhere, we've seen it quite often, the RAND comes under pressure because it's one of those vulnerable currencies, and that impacts on the South African economy eventually via the financial markets. And obviously, if the virus eventually ends up in South Africa, that will also impact on the South African economy. But the important point is, although we need to be concerned, I don't think we should be, and I think in a short period of time it will be contained, but the point is, is that this damage to the economy is not caused by the virus itself, 
but it's caused by the measures that are being put in place in order to contain Such an interesting point, Davi, because one one then has, has to ask you, aren't those necessary since we are now living in a different time where we're also yeah. mobile and, I mean, we are living in a global village? Which is a good thing and it's, which is a bad thing as well. And that's part of the reason why this virus is spreading so fast. Because apparently, and I'm not a virologist, but apparently there's an incubation period so somebody can have the virus and move somewhere else without any symptoms and you can infect somebody else somewhere. And that is that is a function of the modern economy. People move around quite a lot, so it's relatively easy for something like this to spread around. But at the same time, uh, the, the Chinese, for example, they are very competent people. They've put all sorts of measures in place very, very quickly. Unlike what happened in 2003 with the SARS virus, that was different, but this time around it's doing an excellent job. There are many scientists in the world uh, that, is, uh, that are working on this virus to see if they can get uh, to, to how to, to handle uh, this virus. And we've got huge international organizations like the World Health, or Health Organization that is co- coordinating all these sort of things. And that's the good part. So the modern economy, it's easier to spread in the modern global village in which we are living. But the good part is certainly uh, that there are measures in place and very competent people uh, trying to find a cure for this virus. So, so that's a difficult part because markets react a lot and markets react on, yeah. on, on a on a whiff. I mean, nothing really has to happen. There's a rumor and markets react. They're already reacting. How are we expecting that to, to, to affect the South African economy? Well, the markets are always forward-looking. So the markets are always predicting or trying to predict or trying to see what's going to happen in future. So you know, that's why I started off by saying that potentially a virus like this can do a lot of damage to people, to, to populations, and that will eventually impact on, on economies. And that's what the financial markets are doing. So they're trying to get as much information as they can. They try to factor in uh, the potential damage to the economy, and, and we can already see that in price changes today. So, for instance, the equity markets are down, and the equity markets are down despite the, the companies are exactly the same companies. They're still making the same amount of money, but the financial markets are discounting in the possibility that in future they're going to make less money because whatever impact it's going to have uh, on the various economies. So that's And that's the function of the financial markets. They're trying to discount, they're trying to get as much information as possible in, try, in order to try to find the correct price uh, for various financial instruments. And at the moment, the financial markets are a little bit jittery because we just don't know how this thing is going to play out. So, so that's the markets. But in real terms, you also have industry shutting down. And that's really a big threat, isn't it? That is the thing that, that we should be concerned about at the moment. So without a doubt, it is going to impact on the real economies. They're closing borders. People can't import and export. People can't go on holidays. People are being locked down in hotels. I hear all sorts of stories about this, and that is quite disruptive to economies. It's disruptive to people. It's disruptive to trade agreements and trade, generally speaking. So it is certainly going to impact on, on economies already. The question is how long, and the question is how severe, of course. But uh, at the moment, the financial markets are trying to figure exactly that out. Davi, that's my question to you. How much is it going to affect us? <laughs> uh, that depends, and I just do not know. But but from my experience, what we've seen, what happened to various outbreaks of things like Ebola and SARS and that sort of stuff uh, in the recent history, uh, I think we're going to get on top of this pretty soon. I've got a lot of trust in the world's scientists, and they will get some sort of cure, some sort of measures that can be uh, put in place in order to, uh, to manage this. So I'm not too concerned. Of course, uh, we all have to play our part and do whatever uh, is the right thing to do. And again, don't ask me what that is, but I guess <laughs> don't go to Wuhan.
Tavia Root, thank you so much for making the time to talk to us, Chief Economist at Efficient Group. And uh, we'll keep you posted on the story. We're doing our best to try and get a specialist, a disease specialist, to tell us exactly what this means and how better South Africa is prepared for it. That's uh, something that we'll do in the coming days. We, we are really working very, very hard to get the exact person to tell us uh, what this actually means for our health sector. 19 minutes after one.